Hey everybody and welcome to episode 184 of the Revive Yourself podcast. Here we go. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Have you got a health issue that just won't go away no matter what you try? Then welcome to the Revive Yourself podcast, where we reveal the secrets to long-lasting health by getting to the root cause of problems that no one else is talking about. So you can have more energy, clear skin, healthier hair, a leaner physique, more confidence, and most importantly, do the things you love and live the life you deserve. Here's your host, Ryan Martin. Hey everybody and welcome back to the show, episode 184. This one's going to be a great one. It's with returning guest and one of my favourite people in the world, Nick Patterson. And Nick has got a hell of a story to tell you about how he was unlawfully assaulted, unlawfully arrested and detained for 29 days and everything that's incurred since then. So that's going to be coming up. Before that, as always, our show is sponsored by www.reviveyourself.co um, where you can find my book, The Chronic Fatigue Solution, if you've got any any health issues that you haven't been able to overcome and you know you want to learn more about what you need to do, head on over to www.reviveyourself.co and you'll be able to find The Chronic Fatigue Solution there. You'll also be able to find The Revive Yourself shop there where you can get the best in supplementation from around the world. For example, if you've got any digestive issues that have been causing you a bit of problems, we've got the supplements for bio-optimize, from BioOptimizers. They are the best digestive enzymes, probiotics, and hydrochloric acid on the market bar none. You can find them at the BioOptimizers link. Um, you put in the code REVIVE10, you get 10% off. Then we've got all our products from Ancient Impurity, from the best vitamin C on the planet, um, vitamin D, pearl powder, um, we've got royal jelly which is what the queen bee exclusively eats full of amino acids which are the building blocks to everything in the body mental clarity immune immune function etc um, we've got oh, our new vitamin C we've got um, yeah we've actually got some, some new products there as well as, as, as vitamin C we've got the oyster extract from Ireland which is nature's um, purest form of zinc which you know is very important during, during these times um, you've got that magnesium uh, transdermal spray um, everything on the uh, ancient purity site is, is fantastic the vulvic minerals are something that I'd always recommend because of how depleted our soils are of those minerals now you want to be putting that into your body and it also helps clean their body and the gut of glyphosate um, then we've got the, Finch, the products from the Finchley Clinic um, you can go there, we've got all the teas the Paldarco, Quedrupedra, Cat's Claw all immune boosting uh, Paldarco is fantastic for um, being you know anti-parasitic anti-fungal antibacterial antimicrobial really clearing the body of any of that debris uh, quadrupedra is called stonebreaker in south america cleans the kidneys and the liver of any anything going on there and cat's claw is fantastic for gut health and boosting the immune system or stimulating the immune system um, then we've got uh, our products from Memon, which are the EMF blocking devices, because you know we're being bombarded with 5G and 4G, etc. So you've got the combi to clip on there. You've got the combi, which can be plugged into the wall of your house, and it builds a force field around your house. We've also got the products that you can take, you can wear on your wrist or wear around your neck, which will protect you. Um, then we've got um, essential oils from essentialoilwizardry.com. My friend Dr. Nick Berry with the best essential oils on the market bar 
none, whatever you want from the staples like lavender, lime, orange, you know, um, <laughs> peppermint, all the way to things like lang lang and, and um, yeah, just different blends he's got for maybe if, if you want to boost your, uh, your, your sexual appetite, maybe if you want to get a restful night's sleep or improve mental clarity, whatever you want. Dr. Nick's got it at essentialoilwizardry.com. Put in the code REVIVE10 for 10% off there. Um, and we've got lovingfoods.com. Anything you buy buy from there is going to nourish your body. Fermented foods, cultured foods, probiotic-rich liquids, they're all about creating a healthy inner ecosystem your microbiome, you know, full of friendly bacteria. Not the not the bastardized nonsense you see on TV with Yakult, which is promoted as friendly bacteria, which is pasteurized and, and destroyed, and you're just drinking toxins, and it does the opposite of what it says on the tin. The foods at lovingfoods.com and the liquids are going to nourish you from the inside out and create a healthy internal environment. So you click on the link there, go through, and you can get all the, the, the goodies that they've got there. And you can head on over to blueblocks.com, B-L-U-B-L-O-X.com, for the best blue blocking glasses on the planet, bar none, from my friend Andy Manth. Put in the code REVIVE10 there for 10% off. Uh, and then we've got the news to the store, which is the Symbiotica products of my man Shervin Jafaria from Symbiotica. Symbiotica means working in harmony. And we've got great products there, like the Elderberry Immune Defense Syrup. Um, he's got the Omega, which is which is full of exanthinin, which is the purest form of it. It's that red that you find in lobsters and in crabs. You know, it's a defense mechanism. It's pure. The Omega is going to boost your immune system and detoxify your body. Um, the medicinal mushroom blend, which actually comes in a delicious chocolate fudge flavor, full of immune boosting, immune boosting, but also stimulating for the mind, mental clarity, brain health, brain function. Um, I mean, gut health as well. It's just a blend which is going to allow you to boost the body. Also, they've got the magnesium, magnesium therate products there. Phenomenal. Everything in the Symbiotica uh, shop is great. Once again, this time you put in the code REVIVE in capital letters and you should be getting 15% off there. Um, so that's it for the shop. Now let's get on with the episode with Nick Patterson. I said before, Nick's one of my favourite people in the world. He's got a great story to tell here. So without further ado, here he is, and I'll see you on the other side. I enjoy having chats with you more than... There you probably go. More than, I probably enjoy these chats more than I do um, chats with many other people because we, we get into, I don't know, we get into some interesting places, you know, in, our, in the conversation. Yeah, 100%. I feel the same, mate. You're one of my favourite people to talk to. You're one of my favourite people, even full stop. Like, it, uh, it's, uh, well, no, as we talked about before, it's just when you come across people actually genuine and you've got a breadth of knowledge. I was listening, I was talking, because we, I was talking to uh, a lady the other day who's quite a, yeah, she's um, part of the God Squad. So she's um, very religious, but yeah. she's religious to the point of, you know, it's almost how do I say it's a bit off it can be off putting. Does that yeah. make sense? Whereas is, yeah. when I listen to you, you're inspirational when you talk about it. And it's a completely different way of coming about it and like seeing where words come from. And I mean the conversation we had about a week or two ago, you know, it was it was a, it was fantastic and it's something that I wish we could have recorded. At the time, you know, you, you wasn't allowed to for certain reasons, but it was just in the places we, we, we do go into and 
you know, it's uh, I'm glad that you're now able to speak speak out about what what happened. And you know, it's, it's just I was happy to finally get hold of you because when it when that, that all went down, which we'll, we'll get into. You know, I couldn't get hold of you for for a while, and I was just hoping that you were okay. But <laughs> obviously, it was a few months ago now. But what you went through was quite an ordeal, and um, it takes someone very strong and someone who knows who they are and, and, and what what they're about and what they're looking to to gain from this. You know, to get through that, come out the other side, not to be broken by it. So you know, it just shows the strength of you. You know, um, and what you it believe. Wasn't fun. It wasn't fun being put in jail for a month. Um, when you've done after you've had your shoulder dislocated and broken, and it needs surgery, um, and and you know you, you can't get in contact with your family. And it wasn't just jail; it was the first fifteen. The first day was under the cells, which is a horrible, deplorable place. Then there was fourteen days as they moved me of of the quarantine. So you're in solitary confinement, but you don't get any out time until day five, which is actually day six because we had that first day as well. So you don't get any exercise time. You're in a cell for days by yourself. Uh, and then day four, uh, day five of the quarantine, which is day six, um, you get 10 minutes in the corridor to go for a walk. That's your, that's your out time. Then they moved me to another prison, to a remand prison, where I was given 20 minutes of corridor walking time each each day, and that was it. And then I had 14 more days after that of, of um, you know, prison with the general population, which was actually not too bad then. This is absolutely disgusting. And I, I just think, that, I mean, I was saying to you, I think I've mentioned before, I was like, that surely goes against everything, every single law. And as you said, when it comes to this, they just, they don't really care. They just do what they want. Uh, and, you know, it, most people haven't even got enough money to fight or resources to fight it. You want so, me to show you the footage? I'll show you the footage. Can I share? Can I share screen? One hundred percent. So, what? Well, just just so people out there, out there know what what, what happened. Little, just a little bit of the background um, leading up to it, Nick. Like because um, obviously you've spoken on my my channel before. If you haven't listened to our previous episodes, guys, go listen to my episodes. We've got two previous podcasts with Nick talking about you know religion, standing standing true to yourself, um, understanding that no one's got rights over you you are sovereign to your own to yourself um and going into certain, certain different certain aspects around that but also about what you were creating in terms of you were creating uh, a movement which obviously the australian government didn't doesn't doesn't like um but it was the, like the peacemakers is that correct australian peacemakers they don't like it uh and and they don't like any political dissent here and I think it's like that in many places, but they don't like political dissent. They like to make people believe that they have freedom. But once you start to um, start to break down the narrative and do it effectively, and if you're credible, like they're happy to have people that do appear to be crazy leading movements because, because no one's going to follow them, right? But when you get people that are level-headed and that they, they actually know what they're talking about, and they can quote the case law off the top of their head, and they know the legislation, and they know the way that the police are meant to operate, that's a threat because you start teaching lots and lots of people this stuff and you're not doing it for money, so they can't buy you out. What happens is they have to shut you down. Um, and what we can do, we can look at some of the footage when you're ready and we can share that so that people can see sort of what happens. 
Yeah, you can put you can put it up. Uh, you can put it up hundred percent, and then also um, you just say like people out there. What so Australian peacemakers were you know people that are uh, basically had enough of the, the tyrannical police who have been literally just you know taking people out of crowds, um, like just yeah, and, and put, arresting them unlawfully um etc so you you guys are there a bunch of people that can one defend themselves and two know the law um and yeah but you can put a footage up but where where were you and what happened nick well i was i was in the city at a at a protest um are i noticed victoria? yeah yeah in victoria yeah ground zero and i'd noticed the police the night before because there was a there was a, a protest on the thursday because they announced they were going to do a a lockdown that night so there was one in the city i was there i spoke at that protest and then i spoke with the and i took um i took a number of people with me that were peacemakers and a lot of other people that were peacemakers came and we wear these vests um just so people know and we're there to keep an eye on the police because the police have been just violent with the people they've been you know i mean that we we had people shot with rubber bullets at a protest the other day yeah shot with rubber bullets they mm-hmm. they they can three percent of people that get shot with rubber bullets die too, um, and a much bigger percentage have serious um, serious complications. So they're doing this to people in Melbourne, Australia. Melbourne, Australia should be. I mean, you're in London. Should be no different to London. I mean, basically, it's the same system. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, just the case law is the same. It's a common law. You know, common law system. They're shooting people with rubber bullets. They were using tear gas. And the crowd wasn't violent. They were not violent at all. They've always been peaceful. So they're, it's like they're trying to incite. Well, no, they're not trying. They are inciting the people to become violent, and mm-hmm. you can see it. So I went to this protest, and it was there was not there was no lockdown at that stage. This was on the on the Thursday. On that, so it would have been the 20, 26th of May, I think, at night time, and. We had a good relationship with some of the police that worked on the um, that worked with and liaised with the protest organisers. So we had a good relationship with with a, a number of these officers. They were good, they were fair, and I sent and I had a, a debrief with them after the protest, and then I sent a a little short video clip to this particular police officer's, and she's pretty high ranking. Um, to her email saying the reason why we would go to a protest during a lockdown would be for these reasons and we believe that there's a that we have a legitimate right to do it so we we ended up um sending that to her i never got a reply and i asked i said look if, if i'm wrong tell me why but i don't believe we are and i don't believe that you can you know that you can prove that we 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 don't have a right to to protest uh anyway when well, I found out that she was demoted from her position the day before. So this is three days later. So two days after that protest, she was demoted from her position and they put a new um, new leadership in who, who control the, I don't know what they're called. But there's, Basically there's, because, because she let you do what you did. Because she was fair and she had a good relationship with us. And then we went to this to this other protest and we turned up, we were surrounded by 100-plus police officers and there was about 10 of us and the police were really quite aggressive. I stood my ground, I held my position with the police and they ended up letting us go. But as we were walking away, 
uh, they told us to leave as well. So we've left yeah. the area. So, 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 yeah, just for people out there, like they, they, the one police officer come to you said, like, you don't have any right to do this. You quoted case law to him. He didn't have a clue. He was just saying we do have a right to be. He, he wasn't listening. He was just being standard, like obnoxious and, uh, and unintelligent and really just moronic. Uh, then he, one of his senior officials come in, or one of yeah. his senior come in. Um, you said the same thing to you, to, to him. He said, Oh, we're trying to, we're trying to do this peacefully. You were like peacefully. You surrounded us with a hundred plus policemen, uh, all of which were carrying like weapons, etc. We're trying to be civil civil that We're was trying it. To be civil here i said well, if you if you think this is civil then we've got very different different definition of civil mm-hmm. and then my mate shows the footage with his camera mm-hmm. around and there's there's like there's there's like a hundred plus police there it's yeah. it's crazy it's not civil when there's a hundred armed people around you circled around you Certainly. in an aggressive aggressive demeanor and you're peacefully going to exercise your human right that you have and that it's enshrined in your in your your laws it's enshrined in our system and our culture 100 percent. and then this guy said well we're giving you the option to leave or something like that and you said well it's not an option or it's not like whatever it's like i'm we've got no you've got no jurisdiction over us so you just proceeded to, to leave um walk down the street away from you and even and even though they told you to leave they then followed you uh they followed you I think there's a special for, squad of police that are yeah. called the public order response team yeah. and they work and they wear black uniforms mm-hmm. and they work with the mainstream media. They work together and they just go ahead and just do whatever they like. And they're standard, normal police officers that are dressed in the normal gear. That's, you know, they're the guy, they actually don't like the public order response team either. Right. Cause they're not so bad. Like they can be arrogant, obnoxious, cocky, but, they're not going to just go out and just start bashing people for the most part. But the public order response team, they just do what they're like. They're like dogs. They're like lap dogs for the government. The government tells them to do something, they just go and do it. Mm. And so when you guys were walking away, literally going to your cars, right, you then got ambushed. Yeah. And that's a pretty good um, Well, they, they did it a few times. They tried a number of times to get us to, um, to, violently, um, to violently respond. And we didn't. So the third time they actually ran across the road as we were, we were nearly at our cars and they ran across, pushed my mate, grabbed him around the head and then started throwing punches at his head and then we ran in to defend him. And then they put me in jail. They didn't put anyone else in jail. There were six of us that ended up fighting with the police. They put me in jail because I'm, I'm like the leader of the group, but we're all charged with basically the same charges. Um, it was because they wanted to shut me up. And then they gave me bail conditions that were so extreme that I couldn't even speak about the Victoria Police. I couldn't speak about the government, state or federal. I couldn't speak about the law, state or federal. I couldn't speak about COVID. Even though there was no incitement charges, there was no charges. And these are these are alleged charges. They're not, they're not real. I haven't done anything wrong. The offences didn't happen. But the alleged offences have no relationship to the... Um, the um, uh, conditions on the bail. They were they were complete. It was like completely to sense me. I've I've had no. I, I've been I haven't been charged with any offences that relate to my my activity on social media. Yet I was silenced on social media, and they put a fifty thousand dollars surety on me, which meant I had to put my land up as surety. Otherwise, if I was to say say Victoria Police or say Law Government 
you know, COVID on online, they would come and lock me up, put me in jail and take 50000 sell my property and take $50,000 off me, even though I've done no, I've committed no offence at all. And even the, even if, and even say I did, but I didn't, we're going to see that. Even if I did, the offences that I had have no, that I was charged with have no relationship to those bail conditions. It's like if I was, if I was on bail for, um, for drink driving consistently, that would restrict my ability to drive. That would be a legitimate bail condition. But they wouldn't say, oh, because you've been done for, for drink driving on several occasions, Ryan, we're going to um, restrict your ability to access social media or Facebook and you're allowed to talk about the government or COVID. It's like, well, it makes no sense. It has no relationship to the charges or the alleged offences. But that's what they did to me. It's madness. Well, it's because, it's because I mean, people that are listening to us for the first time or our conversations for the first time, we know you come to prominence because... Um, like might first come across you when I was showing a video where they had like 20 policemen trying to shut down your gym and you stood there in, in common law and basically t- basically told them they had no authority over you um, in, in like yeah in, in, in no sort of un, unsure terms that you were very you knew you knew exactly what your, your your rights were you told them that you know you didn't consent to this and basically sent their sent them bags packing and because of that um, I guarantee you, you sort of had a you have a beacon over your head, um, and also because of this, what was going on. Um, so they were just doing whatever they could to silence you for as long as they could, even though it's not. That's not. I mean, this is what I said. How the hell do they get away with it? Like, surely you'll be, you'll be, will you be soon for that? Well, uh, look, I, they they have to go down. There's no other option. I'm not. I you know, I don't want. I don't want to. Um, accept anything less than justice and um you know it is what it is like it's going to be hard i don't want to talk too much about what i'm going to do and how i'm going to do it because i don't want them because i watch this stuff i'll see it mm-hmm. you know if i share too much of that they're going to go okay he's going to go in this direction because they're, they're liars basically the police just wrote false statements all wrote false statements saying that uh, they said a cohort of peacemakers you know, um, uh, throwing we're throwing punches with, at the police or something to that effect, um, and they're saying primarily from me, we did not throw the first punch. I didn't throw the first punch. Well, and you're going to say they can even argue that when it's got footage of it. It's just yeah, because crazy. they won't look at the footage. The the magistrate when I went before the magistrate had no interest in looking at the footage. How's that right? This is like um, not right. What was the? Uh, I saw a film the other day. I don't watch too. I don't watch TV very much, but sometimes I will put a film on just to just to you know, I was busy doing this all day just to relax the mind. I think it was the was it the Detroit Seven, the trial of the Detroit Seven. You ever heard? Ever seen that? The no, ones, I haven't. The ones that refused to um, the true story about the ones that refused to um, go to Vietnam. They were talking out about going to Vietnam, what it was really about, etc. They actually got put on trial, and the judge. Wouldn't listen to like he said. You must disregard that. Wouldn't listen to this evidence. Basically, he put a black man in chains in the in the in the uh, in the actual trial room, and they were like, "What the fuck? Like this isn't like you know mm. the Middle East or whatever. This is America." And um, it was. It's, but if you haven't, it's actually on Netflix. Not, I'm not saying obviously Netflix is one of those things, but it's a true story. You can watch it, um, and it and it just goes to show like this. Like the, this is the other thing, like the amount of injustice, and people still think that it's conspiracy. It's like, like it just blows my mind. They've never, they've never had the, the the nuts to or the courage to step out out of line to test it. 
And when you step out in a big way, they have to do something to shut you up. And, and the, the thing about that, right, is that, that if they have to make a big reaction to your action, that's going to expose them all the more if you have good people sharing it around there and talking. Mm. I mean, at the moment, the, the um, Victoria Police are just going around arresting people in Victoria that are political dissidents for the for the crime of incitement, which is um, one of those really loose terms that can be basically applied in any way depending on how yeah. you argue it. Yeah. Um, you know, you said something about something yeah. and now you're inciting people and we're going to put you in jail like that. And they've done it, uh, I think, um, someone told me, I think it was one of the, the barristers I've been talking to, um, he's, a, he's a good guy, and he said to me, he said, you know, there's been about 20 people in Victoria in the last in the last week, um, which was which was a couple of weeks ago, that have been arrested and put in jail because of, for, for those reasons, and then put on strict bail conditions, and some are still in jail now. It's like the term sexual assault. It's like it's so loose and liberal. So what can that mean? Or oh, someone whistled at you like you didn't like it, or someone touched you in, a, in an obscure way. It's not the same as rape. You know, it's like sexual. It's like inciting. It's, um, I think it's Victoria. The man got put in prison. His wife grasped him up for having different views. Have you seen this? Have you heard That's it? what would happen. So uh, a guy has been put in like one of those basically confinement camps, which is like a prison. Um, he got sent. Oh, yeah. He's, he got sectioned. You seen this? His wife um, basically grasped him up to the police, told the police that he was he didn't agree with the because um, she works for Big Pharma. He didn't agree with what was going on. They that he thought that um, basically he knows what's going. He knows the truth. Basically, she didn't like it, and she told the police. Um, they come and and got him uh, and sectioned him under like. It's just being under suspicious thoughts or whatever, and now he's actually in prison. Um, he did like he did a video and he put it onto social media. Uh, yeah, they've done, they've done things like that to a few people. They they did it to um to a guy I know who he he works for the fire fire brigade and he sent some emails out there to the about how you shouldn't be shooting people with rubber bullets. You know the police shouldn't be doing that. The protesters and the police came and rocked up and they they arrested him for all these ridiculous charges and they're charges that, that are, that are like you haven't done anything yet, but you might be doing something. It's like the thought crime, you know, and we believe you're, you're thinking about doing something. Right, minority report stuff. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it really is. And it's madness, but they get away with it. And the reason they get away with it is because it, the system is so corrupt. It's like full of just evil people. And they're losing. They're losing the battle because every, the more we push, the more the they, see their power is the narrative. If they can control people with the narrative, because the thought precedes the action. So if you put a thought in someone's mind, that will produce certain actions. Okay, because you can only make decisions based on the thoughts that you have. Basically, you are the sum of your thoughts. And scripture talks about that too. It talks about planting the seed. If it's a good seed, it will bear fruit. If it's a bad seed, it won't uh, bear fruit or bear rotten fruit. Right. So this is what they're doing. And if we can attack the narrative or if we can stand up to the narrative and prove that it's wrong, whether it be we do it with our own words and our own actions or we compel the government and the government officials to then react to our actions in a way that then breaks the spell over people's minds, then so be it. Either way, if we just keep, it's like a it's like a boxing fight. You've got 12 rounds, title fight, and because they, they lie and cheat so much, as long as we just hold on and keep fighting, even if they punch us up more than we punch them up, they're losing multiple points each each time, you know. They're, they're getting points deducted for, for cheating. 
every round. So we know if we just get through it, even if they hit us twice as hard, if we get to the end, they're, they're, they're done. We've won. We've yeah. won the title. Yeah, we keep on exposing. This is something like, because oh, I want to get into that, what you, you, we talked about before as well. But 100%, and this is why they've been, you know, we said before, watering down our society, getting weak men, you know, because they, they didn't, they don't, people that, like, you know, societies that don't have strong masculine alpha men who say no to this, they, they, they fold. I think Aristotle said, you know, masculine republics give way to feminine democracies and feminine democracies give way to tyranny. You know, and that's where we're at because, you know, the amount of soy boys we see, you know, simps, um, just, just just like society just being like just fat, overweight, you know, having having like lost any sort of connection to, to spirit or God or whatever you call universe, you know, um, taking scientism as as the God, you know, um, and, and, and doing all these things, um, just going after instant gratification all the time rather than building, you know, um, it's just, it's, it's why like the 10, you know, religious Nick, but it's why the 10 commandments were there, right? They're there because it was about keeping society in place. When you just disregard it, I think it was Douglas Murray who said, I think the only thing in a world with religion is going to be well without it is in terms of like, yeah, religion has got, it's good and bad points. Bad points because it's been bastardized or taken literally, whereas it's meant to be taken inspirationally. You know, a myth is something that has never, never happened, but happens all the time is in terms of it's, it's a story to to teach people, you know, um, and, and we're losing that. Uh, and because people just think that a myth is just like, oh, it's just, it's just nonsense. It's like, no, it's it's a story. And there's so much of this that's gone on from poison the food supply, the water supply, what they put on yeah. TV, um, what they're putting in the in the you know the maxines, what we call them. Um, and so it, it goes deep. EMFs, um, chemicals on the skin, all these things. And so you know, it, it's. <laughs> It, it, it takes it takes people this is why it's so i love having these conversations with you as well because i get so many people through as well saying i'm gonna do a video on it later on actually live people are saying oh ryan you know what you know i'm, I'm petrified like I, 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 I try not to let it get to me but i'm just so scared of what's going to be happening and i'm like so so there's a couple of things and i'll you, i'll let you go this because you're very very good at this when i say to people that you know you, you can't control what goes on and out there but you can control what goes on here and what you expose yourself to and looking for solutions rather than reactions and who can you collaborate with? Who can you talk to? Um, what can you do that? They can't take away. I was saying there's always going to be free areas of countries. Even in England, I was in a wedding in Norfolk the other day and down in Devon. There's no COVID there. There's no one even there. You can just go and buy a, if you wanted to. You could just go to these areas. It's like Byron Bay in Australia, right? No one's yeah. taking any notice of this in Byron Bay. You know, um, and so like having solutions to these things rather than thinking, oh, it's like at the end, of, end of the day, if you have to move, if you have to do these things, you know, be prepared to do it and have them in place. Um, and 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 just and when you just relax and you be malleable and you're like, because they try they're trying to scare you because when you're in your limbic system, you're you're frantic, you'll do what they say, you run in fear, you'll eventually give into it because oh my god, well, I won't be able to have my freedoms if I don't do that. It's like, what's the worst that can happen? Okay, the worst that can happen is they kill me. Okay, well, then I'll get put back into the life cycle and, and we'll, we go again, you know. Make peace with that. You know, it, it, it is what it is. But other than that, the worst that can happen is I move somewhere else or I do something. You know, it's like, what? who who can I talk to? Who can I, Who? what connections can we make, you know? 
and, and, and it's, which, which we, we can go into, but go, go ahead. I was just going to say, fear is what makes it happen, right? Because yeah. in, in, they've known that for thousands of years because, you know, biblically they talk about that. You know, the fear is literally what makes these things happen. So people people are uh, the sum. What you are, you're not the body, you're actually the, the mind. You're your mind. That's where you think. Okay, we can have the same DNA, two people, you know, basically be twins or whatever, but they can be completely different in how they think because the spirit's different, right? So that's where the, that's the temple. I'd sit within the temple and whatever you put in the temple is what you are. So if you're putting dark thoughts and you're watching all the dark stuff, you know, they're, they're just, they, they're going to kill us, they're going to do this, they're going to do that. You don't know if any of that's true or not. You don't know. But someone's putting the idea out there in the hope that you're gonna you're gonna watch it and you're gonna let you're gonna plant that seed in your head, the thought or the seed will proceed with the actions, and the actions will come from a place of fear and dread. So that's how they weaken a society. And it's um there's a there's a really good doc um short documentary going around at the moment about menticide. I don't know if you've heard of menticide, but it's a it's a psychological thing where basically they they cause people to it's how they break people or kill people psychologically. And they do basically. They put they put a little campaign of propaganda and fear, and then they'll drop it down a little bit, but then back up higher, down, higher, down. And what it does is it causes people to be in two groups. There'll be people that will stand up to whatever it is that's causing the fear and face it head on and deal with it, and then the ones that don't have the courage and capacity to do that will then go and um, create a delusion in their mind to deal with it. And it's interesting because two thousand years ago. Okay, in the Bible, it talks about those that don't love the truth that they could be saved will be sent a strong delusion that they'll believe a lie. And it's interesting because I've been looking for that pattern and then I watch this documentary and I'm like, oh, wow, that's exactly the pattern there. The people that will face up to whatever's causing the problem, they're the ones that are looking for what the truth is. Well, what is the truth about this? I've got to now face the truth of what, what's really going on and I'm going to deal with the truth. But those that don't love the truth will create a delusion in their mind so that they they can deal with, you know, they, they can still be happy because they can't, they don't have the courage inside them or the substance inside them. So, the, and the idea of, of them destroying the men, I mean, they've definitely, they've been doing that. You can see they've been doing that and because they don't want, they don't want justice and justice is very much a masculine trait and, and characteristic. Whereas I'm not saying it's not in women. I'm just saying it's a very masculine mm-hmm. thing, even in, even in ancient language, it's a, it's a masculine word where you've got the, um, you know, the, the but mercy is very feminine and both are just as important. Mm-hmm. But in our society, we have lots of mercy and very little, very little justice. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem. And that's why we're, we're, um, we're falling over and the system's just, it's crumbling on itself. Our, our laws are there, but no one's enforcing them. Um, our rights are there, but people don't care about them, you know. Um, what's right and wrong, and it's, it's blatantly clear, people go, yeah, but we don't like that and we don't want to upset people, so we're going to go along with, with the lie and yeah. the delusion. They just want an easy life as well. And it's like this is the thing. It's like I think Jordan Peterson talks about it, like get the biggest weight you can bear and bear it. That's meaning in life, you know. But that's like one of the things you talk about. It's even like when you have a business, all these little peripheral things that people are all fucking into and the nonsense on TV. When you've got a business where you've got a bigger dream or a goal, or what you're trying to achieve, like my business for me is like helping people overcome health and getting the truth out about that. And then also the truth about this, because I want people to understand what's going on. And that to me is like, drives me every day. I don't care about peripheral things. Like fucking what's that? Why would I waste my energy 
talking about that nonsense when I can be having great conversations with someone like you or learning about things. And, and you know, I, I always say that my superpower is knowing all the things that they're trying to do and it, not letting it affect me in any way. I'm just like, I'm going to keep on doing my things and putting in plans in place, which I want other people to do. Yeah, like, I wish that people could have that as well. It's like, yeah, they're doing all this, but I'm going to be doing that. Who can I talk to? <coughs> You know, and because people, the other thing, the fear, you know, it can be overwhelming or it can be like they flick a switch and they blow a fuse. It's like, don't, like, just think, calm down, deep breaths. If you have to, we call get away from the gunman, remove yourself from the situation. Because if you fight a gunman who comes in to break it, breaks in your house with a gun, you've got three options fight, freeze, or, or flee. If you fight or freeze, you could get risk of getting shot. But if you flee, you can fight another day. So remove yourself from the situation, deep breaths calming music and then start to think okay who can i speak to or, or what can i have to do or what's the truth behind this and then stand in your power and in the end of the day you know you've got to be fighting for someone something or standing up for something the man who stands for nothing you know will fall for anything uh, and for me it's like would you really believe him where's the line under the sand and all these people that just keep on you know letting their totalitarian tiptoe come in because it's like oh it's like what what point do these people draw the line under the sand you know i draw my my line in my stand was drawn 12 years ago i was had enough of this bullshit never anything they said but you know it was people saying oh i'll i'll revolt when you know they try to mandate vaccines oh no i'll revolt when you know they they try to um, vaccinate 12 year olds i'll revolt when vaccine passports come in it's like when's the actual line and when do you say no this is enough's enough you know they keep on doing all these things and as you said that mental side is what they've been doing right coming up going down coming up going down like and they dropped it right off now and i can see that like, they're talking about having a another lockdown in october and it's the way that it's it's typical cia brainwashing uh, and trying to break the human spirit you know you give them a little bit you take away you give them a little bit you take away and then it conditions them right like a mouse if you do good you get a little bit more if you do what we say you'll give you a little bit more cheese and um you know you, I remember you saying when we talked before you were saying that a fake messiah will a, a fake messiah will come that they'll fall for. And I was thinking about I, I was thinking I've been thinking about that ever since you said that. Um, the people out there that I don't, don't know what um, part of the Bible that was in, but we should share that in in a, in a minute with us, Nick. But I was thinking this like they got they, when everyone I know all politics the poor politics is, is nonsense. Left and the right wing are, are nonsense. But people fell for the whole Joe Biden is is the anti-Trump and he will save people, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And they, they, what you're seeing in America and what's happening there, like everywhere, it's like they thought he was going to save them or whatever. And it's funny that he's just been far, far worse than they could ever say, oh, him, but like they're, what they're putting in place, what he represents has been far, far worse. And the other day he actually came out and I think he said, you know, we gave people the choice for getting vac- to get vaccined and now we're losing patience with those people that haven't had it. Like... It's like, that's a damning thing to say, right? Where's that go? So, yeah. Out of the mouth, out of the mouth speaketh what, what the, you know, um, yeah, it says out of the mouth speaketh the, what, what's in the treasure of the heart. So whatever, wherever your treasure is in your heart, whatever's in your heart, your mouth's got to speak it. When they say things like that, they're, they're telling you who, what they are, what they really think. And you go, oh, that's where you're at. Yeah, you're getting sick of being patient with us. You don't like our, because the only thing we're sovereign over is our decision making. That's a gift from God. And those people that don't, that don't like that, don't, they deny the gift of God that's within them. When people think, no, well, you've got to do what the government says. It's like, you don't even know what you are. You're a temple of, to the most high God. Okay. People that don't even know God, but know that this is all wrong and listen to that voice inside. 
they're listening to the voice of God within them because it's something that they can't see, but there's something inside them telling them that this is wrong and that this is this is a lie because he's the way, the truth, and the life, right? So, and you get that, that's, from, that's an internal thing because, you know, Jesus said, my kingdom's not of this world. And um, and he said, he actually says to Pontius Pilate before he gets crucified, he says, I came to bear witness of the truth. Pontius Pilate says, you know, what is truth? So he doesn't understand truth, right? He's, the, he's just the, the, the man of the world. But Jesus is saying, I came to bear witness of the truth. And then he says, you know, my kingdom's not of this world. And the kingdom of God is also, you know, the scripture tells us that's within us. So we've got this thing in us that's out of this world that's divine, but they want us to not believe that. That's why they put us in the valley. So when they put us in the valleys, the spiritual valleys, we can't see anything. And the way they do it is they corner us off and they cut us off with false ideas and it blocks our vision, internal vision of being able to see a way out. And then people get to that point where they go, oh, I can't deal with this. I don't know what to do. I'm just going to have to go along with it. Or they create a delusion. Um, We need to be able to, we need to control what goes in our temple, okay, because otherwise putting all the fear and all the all the evil thoughts, all the dark stuff, um, and the problem is a lot of people think it's true, but it's not all true, you know. It's put out there to to um, to put fear in you. You put that in into your mind, mm. that's idolatry. That's what idolatry means. So, you know, you, you hear this old word of idolatry, oh, they made idols. The reason that there was a thing against making idols was because what that would do is you would look at the idol the idol would go in your mind, you'd see the image of it, and you'd think about all the things attributed to that idol that weren't true, you know, and a lot of the time they were sacrificing things and doing all sorts of blood rites and things, stuff. So you're putting that in your mind and that becomes what you, that basically becomes you because you're the sum of your thoughts. So people are being filled with, with these thoughts of darkness and fear, which puts them in the spiritual valley. When you don't have those thoughts, and you're thinking on, and actually the, the, the Bible's real clear on that too. It says, it says, um, you know, think about praiseworthy things. If there's good report, if there's goodness, um, think on these things. Because when you think on those things, you're thinking your spirit's high on the mountain. And when you're high on the mountain, you can see clearly. But when you're in the valley, you can't see a way out. Um, and they do. And, and I, I'm, I'm confident that the people that are doing this to us, they know what we really are. They've made a decision on the other side, okay? They, they want the stuff of this world, you know, and we should be of the next world, you know, my kingdom's not of this world. And they know what the, what the human mind is. They, they fully understand it and they understand that it's actually a gateway to the spiritual world, which is what the scriptures tell us. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, be ye lifted up, you everlasting doors, and let the king of glory come in, which is God. And obviously God's a spirit, so he goes into our minds. This is this was written three and a, three and a half thousand years ago. They knew this back then, and, and I'm only catching up now. And I and I'm amazed at the depth and, and complexity and, mm. of the knowledge they had back then. Regarding it's written in different words, but um, if you get past the the old language and the old English, you can you can see how it marries up with human psychology now, um, like you know cutting edge sort of human psychology, and it's like the human psychology is only just catching up with what they knew thousands of years ago. They knew what we were. We've been filled with lies about what we are so that we don't know what we are, so that we can't harness that power that's out of this world that's within us and we don't realise that that voice that's within us 
is the voice of God. And that's why you'll get, and this, this is how I judge people too. Like, you know, when I, when I say judge people, how I make a judgment is because you have to make judgments. People say judge not, don't judge. That's not what it means. We've got to be out. We have to judge. We make judgments every day, but you judge them by their fruits, the actions that they do, what they do. You could be any religion, but if, you, if you're doing the things that are right and good when, when, and when the world is telling you not to, then they're listening to the voice of God within them. They might not even know God exists, but subconsciously they're aware of that voice inside them and they're, they're listening to it and they're following through and doing it. You know, you know, a couple of things I've got I want to say about that. Like, I want to get onto that. But you know, most people, this is the thing. Most people inherently are good people. Otherwise, you wouldn't be able to walk down the street without getting mugged, Nick. You know, in Germany. But what it is is, it's like, it's like, for example, I went out with my friend last night, and she had uh, had a dog. And you, you see, like, what people are like when they come in contact with dogs. You know, they're all like stroking, loving it. And I said to her, imagine if everyone had that reaction to everyone else when they come in like in front of them you know imagine everyone treated each other with the love that they do a pet or an animal you know obviously because there's like things and it's like ego etc i was like that would be a completely different world it's only because they've been conditioned to think certain things about certain people that they don't have that you know and they've been programmed (laughs) by the satanic occults you know to 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 and and like why they said to jason crystal does a great bit on this he says look at look at all the the news and the tv like the symbols they use and the colors they use it's typical blue versus red you know it's typical brainwashing they have it all in the background why do you think every single fast food joint is like blue (coughs) yellow those colors um and so it's just like people, most people are inherently good people. They just get caught up in the bullshit. And then, and, they, and when it's repeated, you know, they know how to brainwash you. The, I mean, the Catholic <laughs> Church had it done in like centuries ago. They know how to brainwash people for, not for good, you know, what you're doing uh, and, and how you're taking religion is very different to what, you know, it, the bastardized version that most people get um, because it's been, it, it's been used in a way to control people to get what they want. I mean, look at the Vatican and what, what oh, they're yeah. in. And so, you know, they're meant to be the holiest of the whole, whole, right? And it's only, it's like people don't realise as well, it's like the Vatican, Washington and, and, and the City of London aren't actually part of their countries. They're actually beholden to themselves. So the Vatican, um, Washington, D.C. And, and the City of London have got their own laws. Why would that be? You know, why? And, and so people looking into that as well, that, that'll give you uh, another rabbit hole for people to go down. But one of the things I wanted to say to you there, you said that script has been written 3,000, three and a half thousand years ago. And remember, I think I said to you last time I was on the phone, I was like, well, how did these people know what was coming? You know, did have have they done that astro travel? Or like, were they here and gone back? Or what, how did they know this was coming? I know like, there's nothing new under the sun, but how did like all, uh, Aldous Huxley and George Orwell know what was coming? You know, I think he said, uh, where was George Orwell? I think, um, what was the quote? I think I had it here. Um, In the future... Yeah, if you want a picture, so it says like I said the other day on, on one of my tweets, it said that the, the vaccine passport is just the start of a bi- biometric digital slavery era, as predicted by George Orwell, who said, you know, if you want a picture of the future, imagine a boot stamping on a human face forever, you know, which is quite damning, right? But, but when people see what what's going on, they keep on complying, you know, vaccine passports, digital, digital, social credit scores, which which they which they want, you know. Said so before, oh, you you disobeyed us, Nick. We didn't like what you said in social media. 
now you can only spend your digital currency in five five kilometers and you can only spend it at those shops you know that's where this is heading if people don't sharpen the fuck up right so just in this we'll go back to my original question how did they know what was coming and how when you say like you know to write about it why why do you think that is I mean, I think, there's two, two ways there's two ways i think the people at the huxley's and that probably uh were privy to the plan that was probably from a long time ago and they're aware of it as far as like people from thousands of years ago well the thing is god is a spirit and those that worship him must worship him spirit and truth the spiritual world is outside of time and space and that's why when you're um that's why he says I'm the beginning and the end. And I also want to set the record straight. I'm not religious at all. I don't like religion. The word religion comes from the word religion, and it means to rebind. Oh, and rebind. I didn't mean to call you to word, but it's like um, the way you speak, it's you say you speak. I just like the Bible. You quite the Bible, yeah. exactly. And people would say would sorry, and that's probably me and the word magic that's been used there with, with my mind, these people see that as religious, but it's not. It's actually is this a whole is this inspirational the way you use it anyway go ahead next sorry yeah and the word religion means religion means religiere okay it means read like a legion a legion to make a legion that's why allegiance so to rebind religiere re and legiere okay bind means you're bound by your oath or your words and that's why um religion allegiance which is a which is a connected word it's um they're they're etymologically connected that word allegiance is you, you swear an oath of allegiance so it's your word so what they're doing is they're getting you to make oaths it a religion will get you you have to make an oath to something and you're bound by by that oath you're bound it's bondage religion means bondage to bind you again mm-hmm. so religion's not a good thing and um, because we're meant to be free and free thinking Whereas in religion you're not free thinking. It's usually the it's usually the priests and the leaders. See a good a good church leader, you know, can the word church just means um, a, an assembly of people. Okay, two or more people talking about the truth. That's that's what the word church really means. Um, that's where it comes from. Um, but we, they've changed the definition. Yeah, of people speaking my name, I shall be there. Right. Yeah, when they're speaking about the truth, remember who's the truth. He's the way, the truth, the life, right? Um, that, that's when that's when he's there. That's why you get inspired. Inspired means the spirit in, in, spirit, inspired. So the, the idea of, of, of um, being free um, is that you, I mean, obviously these religions, what they, a lot of them do, and, and I'm really, I'm, I really don't like religion at all. What they do is they'll get people to go to a man and the man will tell them the mysteries. I'll tell you the mysteries. But a good, like, leader in a church, Okay, would 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 connect the man to the source and teach him how to do that. Prayer, thinking, pondering, and here's some really good information um, that will help you unlock the the esoteric meaning or the hidden meanings and the layers that are in these these words that were written thousands of years ago. And then people start to read it and they start to understand just with a few simple things and start to look internally. And then they start to hear the voice of God in, inside them and they start to get closer to God and their faith grows because faith is the substance of things hoped for and substance just means understanding, sub, under, and stand, standing. This, the understanding of things hoped for but evidence not seen and, and you know, in the Bible also unlocks that. It says the unseen things are the things of the spirit. So the, the, the substance or the understanding of spiritual things 
that are not seen. It's like a sense. It's like a sixth sense, a sense outside of your five physical senses. That's why certain people who might not even have any religious affiliation, they see something wrong and, and they something inside them conflicts them to do to do what's right. It's because of the light of God's within them. Yeah, it's, it's immoral. It's immoral. They, they know inside, but there's nothing that's physical that shows that that inspires them to do it. It's something inside them that's telling them you have to do something. Yeah. You have to do it. And it's they do it. Like you, can, you know, you can look at something. You can see it's like ethics and morals. People get it wrong. Ethics are like a code of conduct. Like, for example, if, you work, if, you, if you're part of the British Army or the US Army or the Australian Army, whatever it is, you have a book of ethics and it will say these people you can attack and those people you can't, and that's what you do. There's no rhyme or reason. For, I mean, there's no like, there's no moral into it. It's just what you're told what to do. Even though you morally may not think that's correct, there's, that's their ethics or whatever it would be. For example, whereas morals, you may be told to do that, but you know morally that's fucking wrong. Like, why the hell? It's like you've seen the wars. You know, people lost their lives like a nonsense. Nonsense. I'd have been one of the ones not going to war with Vietnam, or I'd have been like, no, am I fuck? Going to fight some geezer for what? For, for what? What? what, what? These are nothing to me. You know, and it's just, it's, it's just the thing. It's like, what? And so it's, uh, this is when people say that, like, when you, you know inherently, um, there's a few quotes around it, but, like, you know, people, when people think it, it's, it's honourable following rules or laws, it's like, it's not honourable following, following unjust laws. It just makes you a coward. It's just, <laughs> it's like, and that to me. Coward to conscience. Hmm, what was that? A coward to conscience. Yeah, yeah it's got, because it's virtuous. Well, the conscience conflicts you to do the right thing. It's in it's in the book of John, first chapter. It says, you know, uh, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. In Him was life, and it was a and that life was the light of men. Okay, and it says, and that light lighteth every man that comes into the world. That's the light that's in us. It's the light, light, and that light's truth. That's how we know that that's wrong. That's how you don't need to learn anything religious. You might not learn anything. You see someone getting hurt, you know straight away that that's, that's bad. You know, we we know. We already know. We're born with it. It's imprinted on, onto us, and that comes from somewhere, someplace that's that's not physical, okay? And then what you are saying before about how do people know things that would happen in the future, well, you know, like, like it says, God's, you know, he's the beginning and the end, the Alpha and the Omega, but what that means is you, he's, he's inside and, the, and the, the creator of that spiritual place where time and matter is, they're not limited by time and space because that's a limitation. We think the real world, like you think of the Matrix movie, you know, they're, they're, um, they, they, they're plugged into their mind here, but then they come out of there and they're in the real world. It's actually the other way around. This is the fake world. This is the shadow world. This is the world where whatever I'm thinking in here, I only project what I want on the outside. What's really in here? I don't have to project it. I can I cannot project it. Um, so you're only seeing portions of what's inside people and what they really are. But internally, there's there's a whole other world that a lot of people have probably spent almost no time visiting. And we and that's why you know um, you're outside of time and space. Um, if you've ever had a dream for, for, and you've been asleep for ten minutes and you feel like you've been dreaming for a long period of time. That's because you're outside of time and space. You're in that spiritual place. And there's other times you can be dreaming, you can be asleep for a long time and, and you, a dream can feel like it's happened, you know, for a short time and someone can say, but you were talking and saying all these things over and over for, for like an hour. I thought, oh, it just seemed like a minute, you know, because time and space it's, isn't the same there. 
We're not limited. We don't have those limitations. So yeah. to see something in the future that hasn't happened yet, it's because everything, if you're outside of that time and space, you could know what's going to happen before it happens. That's why, I mean, Revelation chapter 13 talks about, you know, the, the wicked people that don't love the truth will have a, a mark in their foreheads and in their hand. And people think, oh, it's this physical thing, right? And it says and if, they, if they don't have it, they're not going to be able to buy or sell. Say they have the number of the his name and the number, it's the number of the beast and it's 666. Well, the number six is the number of man, right, in Scripture. And, 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 and then to, and the number three is the number of conviction. So 666 is like the conviction of man. And then you've got the, the in, mark in your foreheads in your hand. Well, the, the forehead's the temple of God. That's the holy, holy place of the temple. And then where your higher thoughts are and your hand, your right hand represents your strength and power, giving your, giving your strength. It's like the scriptures say, love God with your heart, might, mind and strength. Well, you've got your mind and your strength, okay, and you're going to have a mark and the mark will be that they won't, they, it won't be for God, which is truth. It'll be for, for the lie. They'll, they'll happily go along with the lie. But it also talks about people at that time having a, being sealed in their foreheads as well by God. So there's this, sorry, mate. So the, the forehead's the temple of God. If we just realise that, like, and then you look at these scriptures, you go, this is amazing. They were talking 2,000 years ago in that particular, in the, in, in the Revelation of John, and they're talking about people at this at this particular time, they're going to have this controversy around the whole world. This is the whole world. And no one will be able to buy or sell unless they have this mark. And this, basically, you're going to have to go along with this lie to go to 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 buy and to engage in commerce. And we're getting to that very quickly. I've oh. spoken, I've broken this down with people that that don't have any belief in the Bible, and they say, "Oh, well, obviously the people, the elites, they're they're um, they're just following the Bible." It's like I don't think they're following the Bible to to make it happen. I think we've been told it's going to happen because it's it's been written in, in code, but the code comes alive when we see these things happen and it becomes very clear and evident. So how do we so how do people go about stopping this? Or do you think it's unstoppable? Because it's been written before? No, it's not that it's written. It doesn't say well, it doesn't say that everyone's gonna die and they're all gonna, you know, it doesn't say any doesn't say that. Yeah, people be, will die and people will live and all of all of the rest. What it says is that there's going to be this system that's going to come and they're going to say no one can basically engage in commerce unless they have the mark of, of this, uh, this this mark, which is an evil mark, in their foreheads, which is in their temple. They're going to have something inside them. They're going to be marked, okay, and in their, and in their hand, right hand, which is their strength. So basically they're going to give their strength and their mind over to something that is not true. But it also is before that. It's like six chapters before that in the Revelations talks about don't do it, don't hurt anything. It talks to the angels. There's these four angels. Don't hurt the earth, the sea, the trees, until the people of God, which are the people that love the truth, that's how you know who they are, are sealed in their foreheads. So something happens to the righteous as well in their foreheads, in their mind. God's setting up, and there's all these parables about that. It talks about the wheat and the tares, the sheep and the goats, the deluded and the undeluded. You know, it talks about the people in their last days because there's this last day idea that 
And I think, you know, the people that say, oh, I don't believe last days, like, oh, whatever. I just think we're in, we're at the end. We, it can't continue to go on with the amount of technology that are in, is in the hands of a few. I mean, how, how can it possibly when, when they literally can, can look through walls with, with technology, they can fly helicopters up there and in the sky and they can use facial recognition on people to control them. They can um, listen to what you're, what you're saying on your phone. I mean, all of this stuff, this technology is on another level. It, you think in another? You think we're going to go another thousand years like that? You know, there's there's no way. There's no way because power corrupts, right? And absolute power corrupts absolutely. And they have so much power now. Imagine a thousand years of of increasing technology. It just, would, it just wouldn't. It, there's no way. So we're out this this end times, and you know, there's it talk. It, it's just this parable after parable of, yeah, of the, the meek will inherit the earth. Yeah, and it's just these patterns of of the righteous people going through this tribulation, but the wicked ones get taken out first. But we go through, the, the righteous people go through the tribulation, the, the persecution, the suffering and it, uh, for our good because, because um, you know, what, what's, the, what's the term that I use in, in, in a, like in training? Resistance creates strength, right? Yeah. Right. Like, well, me you give the body something has to overcome it, gets stronger. Yeah, and those people that go along with the lie, they're going to get what they deserve, and those people that don't go along with the lie and stand up to it and and help others, they're going to be given strength from above, which is going to come from from within their minds. They're going to be given all the strength and power, and miracles will happen. Things will happen that just you can't explain. Um, because there is a God and he's real and he has amazing power and he's in control of everything that's going on. He's letting it happen. And people say, oh, well, what are all the bad things that are happening? That's because he gave us a gift and that gift is the ability to make choices. If God gave us that choice, how can any man take it away from us? And he won't even take it away from us, which means that people will, will suffer and, and hurt, but everything will be made okay in the end. But, I mean... God said, I am the light and the dark, good and evil. You know, I create all these things. So it's like God's also a novelty creator, just like living like it was. He's, he's everything and nothing all at once. So, you know, it's, it's uh, an interest in all the universe, however people want to take that as you're talking about. And I see us as like, I said the other day, when I was on one of these marches with my friend, uh, Tony, and I was saying like, you know, because everyone's in like player one view, like this is my life, this is this is what's going on. They're not looking yeah. at it for like a bigger picture or whatever. And I was saying, imagine you were, you were, we were like those humans looking down the organism that is Earth. And right now, our marching through London with like whatever it was, 500,000 pe- people, whatever, said we are like the white blood cells going to destroy the cancer. This is what we are, you know. And the earth is getting more and more of these white blood cells, you know, more and more things. Are, and and they, <coughs> these conversations are so important because they give other people, they give other people inspiration and the courage to stand up for their beliefs. Because there's lots of people that go along with stuff just because they don't want to be extradited from the herd. And I said, don't, but, but like, like, make no mistake, we are the white blood cells coming to, to clean out the, the, the garbage. And like, yeah. Uh, and this is what, like, for example, the, the police that are doing that, I think you, I can't remember what squad you called them, um, whatever they are. Public, the Public order. Response team. Response team. They're like, they're like the, can- the cancer or like the like killer T cells, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. or, or whatever you want to call it. It's like killer T cells, but they're like um, saying that's, that's, that's 
just trying to attack whatever. Um, They're the, like a confused immune system. Yeah, yes. From having too many vaccines and then all of a sudden the immune system starts killing itself. There you go. I'm yeah. trying to wipe out the good guys in the immune system, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and so it's it's like just trying to see get people to see the bigger picture, like how many of us, the organism, like as we grow, you know, this truth will come out. Um, it's really true. So the truth's already coming out, and like there's only so much, so long they can hide it, and they'll, they'll try and do it. But when you say that, in terms of the technology can't keep on going this way, where do you, you see it going? Is in terms of it all like implode? Yeah, I think there's going to be. I think a lot of people potentially will die from getting these jabs and and getting all these different jabs. And I think it's going to definitely have an impact because it looks like that spike protein is going to have a de- very detrimental effect on on people. Mm. You know, that's, that's well, it, mate. If you see my inbox with people, the amount of family members sending me messages from people that are like either either have unfortunately passed away or you know convulsions, seizures, blood clots myocarditis, I mean, you name it, skin eruptions, um, paralysed, um, like MS-like symptoms. And these are like things that they're getting straight away. But all vaccines do damage, even the other ones there. Every vaccine injury goes from anything from allergies to, to death. Um, you know, they even call it SIDS, which is a sudden infant uh, death syndrome. It's like, it's like it's not sudden in, infant death syndrome. It's like 70 to to 80% of the people, the babies that go through that have all had a vaccine in that same day. I think it might even be higher, you know? Um, and so, yeah. And so, you know, when you look at these things and that's just what they've done immediately, let alone what happens with those poisons going through your body all the time, changing you at a cellular level. And with people's normal lifestyles of eating constant crap, drinking rubbish, you know, not sleeping enough, um, being bombarded with EMF chemicals, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Those things will just, you know, the more you live in dysfunction, the more you live outside of Mother Nature's rules, you'll pay the price. Uh, especially you've been been poisoned with this stuff, you know. It's yeah, you're also basically turning off your body's ability to self heal and self regulate. That the more every single vaccination you have, or say what I'll say then anyway, where every single jab you have like that just takes your health down. Depends on how strong your constitution is. Depends on how much. Um, damage it does to you or in in terms of an acute issue or a chronic issue or even an advanced disease being created and so people need to understand this um now health doesn't come in from a needle or a mask or in standing two three foot away from someone you know it comes from the practices and principles that you do daily sunlight fresh air time in nature time with loved ones good music singing dancing real food you know hydration you know, essential supplements at the moment because the, the soil has been so depleted. You need certain things to get the new research has shown to get the nutrients from a, a head of lettuce. One head of lettuce uh, 40 years ago, you have to eat 50 heads of lettuce today to get the same amount of nutrients. This is why I have things like green drinks, etc. I promote it because, you know, I want people to get the nourishment they need. And unfortunately, people aren't getting it. But, you know, it all comes back back to this, mate. And you know, this is why for you, I said before, I know you've, you've got your own issues, but I want you to be as healthy as you can, Nick, because you know, to fight this and to keep sharp and to keep healthy, you know, to keep your mind, spirit, um, yeah, you know, at, mentally, emotionally healthy, you know, you've got to put the goodness in. You've got to get your sleep as well. 
Yeah, I know that's uh, something <laughs> you've been you know, neglecting a little bit throughout this, but you know it's, it's it's important because we need people like yourself to be the best. I mean, it's the other thing people don't, don't realize. I mean, you're a warrior. You know, you you fought in the UFC, I think, correct? No, I fought. I fought in other shows. I got a UFC contract in the end, but I didn't. Um, I didn't take the fight because they didn't give me enough um, time to cut the weight, and I was already had retired twice. Right. Okay, um, but I fought five people that were in the UFC. Five, four, five, four, five. I think five, five yeah. people that were in the UFC, and I beat. I, I only lost to one of them. Right. Okay. And so, but this just shows that you know you're you're well rounded in terms of your your able your knowledge when it comes to the human body and self defense, as well as natural law. Uh, is it is it is impressive? And it's, I say it's saying to, to people to be that well rounded individual that like no one's coming to save you, you know, apart from yourself you know you need to have the knowledge you need to have the skill set and that's one thing i want people to really to understand when it comes to this you know listen to what nick's got to say listen to his story but they're going after people like nick because they know how much of a threat he is um but if there's if, but if there's a whole army of people like nick what can they fucking do uh, yeah. this is why it's important for you to to get this knowledge and 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 to to really take on board what nick's saying and, and people like like him because it's the only way, guys, is we get through this together, you know, because, you know, as I said, you know, divided, united we stand, divided we fall. And this is why it's always about, you know, always about division, black versus white, rich versus poor, left versus white, uh, sorry, left versus right, vaccinated versus unvaccinated. It's what they do this for, division, scaring people. And they're masters at it. But that's why we called it the, the our, our group, the peacemakers. The mm-hmm. idea was to make peace within, then you make peace with your group, and then you make peace with the neighbouring groups, and then once you've made peace with all those communities, then you go make peace with your enemy because we're not divided anymore. Peace with your enemy, that's an interesting one. Well, you've got to make peace within the groups because they're all fraction fighting, right? They're all arguing, they're all this, that, the other. So you make peace with, with the community mm-hmm. and then the, the neighbouring communities. In your own community, and then you're all peace. You've got a good relationship. Then we have the numbers now. We can go make now with our enemy, which doesn't mean we go and budget or anything. It means we go up to them and we say, "We got the numbers now. We're not going to let you do this anymore, and we're not going to let you. And you're going to have to stop. And because we've got the people, we're not divided anymore. Because that's what they do. They divide us. They make us." Um, you know, they separate us and they're very good at doing it. I've seen them do it in within the um so we have a party called the Liberal Party here, and it's not liberal, it's actually the um it's called the Liberal Party, but it's actually the Conservative Party. Because wow. it's an old party and it goes back to like the uh, when the word liberal actually meant like liberty. So it's just that they've changed the de- the definition of that word more recently. But um, I was involved in that party and they were the they're the sort of the center right party, right? And they um yeah, they uh, there were different factions in there that were all fighting, but it wasn't the way it was sort of designed. But that's what happens. All and it was amazing. You'd see, well, now that she's over there with them now, why is she voting that way? Why is she voting that way? Why won't they talk to me? And it, this is what it is. Mm. Um, if you want to see division at work, get involved in politics, and you'll see it from within. It's it's just, just horrible, and it's very dark, and it doesn't. It's nothing inspiring about it. It's it's like they're dri- it's like they're animals driven to get their prey, right? But their prey is just to get to get power. How many more votes can I get off people? How do I do it? And I'll do anything for it. 
there's no honor in it. They they'll they'll bend they'll bend down to these lower standards to get those to get that power because that's what they want. That's all they want, and that's the whole idea of the beast too. Is is that they're turning us into animals? They're turning it in, into like this this animalistic thinking, um, you know, um, machine where we don't connect to our to our conscience and our spirit we don't listen to the voice within we do, and we only look on the external things not the internal things like faith and hope we just look on the external and we look at you know what can i eat you know what can i do you know look at my vanity look at how how good i am you know their projection on the outside their persona well this is how like china has gone that's why like north korea when you look at that they worship their, their leader or whatever it's what they, they've done you know they want to control people to that point when, when you get like that i mean for people have been they've been so what was the story i heard the other day it was i think it was jordan peterson was interviewing the, uh, the lady who escaped north korea i don't know if you've seen if you've seen that interview very very powerful and she said and she come over actually she come over and she went to the, one of the universities and she was so appalled by it. She went to America. She went to learn, study. She was like so thirsty for knowledge because obviously in Korea, she, she wasn't allowed to learn certain things. I can't remember how she exactly got out. But, but anyway, she went to this university in America. <coughs> so appalled at the education um, that she got in four years that you could see what was happening. She said, in North Korea, we were told what to think. But in America, they're now teaching teaching you how you should think and she said she wouldn't she wasn't even able to to talk about certain things and she said people in the west are so used to having freedom that they're not understanding that they're losing it he said like but the example she used was when she went with some of her friends camping and where she'd been so used to not having food in north korea she was she was packing snacks and making sure she had food just in case they they, they couldn't get anything out of there she said well where are friends in america been so used to having plenty plenty of food they didn't pack anything, right? Because they thought, like, oh, we come across a shop or we might get some berries or whatever it may be, you know? And she said, that's what it's like in the West when it comes to freedom, you know? You're, you're not protecting it. You're not you're not making sure you've got it because you're so used to having it. Yeah. And it's going to be gone before you know it. And that's what's happening. Uh, and, and you know, you said before, the, the meaning of these, all these words, you know, when is the word politician going to be, going to the definition going to be changed just to liar um in the dictionary because you know that's that's all they do um, they're like slave, they're like slave trade it's like they because they're not they're not really the ones in control they're they uh, it reminds me of you know like you'd see those you know those movies where they'd, they'd have like um you know the the southern states in usa where there was um a lot of that that slavery with the you know that existed and they'd have the people that that would um, be the live-in slaves that would live in the house and they would help the slave owners. They were slaves themselves, but they would be like the the two I see and they'd be one of the slaves and I'll help you to keep them in slavery and I'll keep a watch on them, you know. Um, but they were slaves as well. Well, it's like that's what these leaders are. I look at them like that, like, okay, so you're slaves but you're allowed to go into the house while we're out in, we're out in the fields, you know, and and you you're in that nice house and you get to have nicer food and nicer everything, but you're still a slave and you're keeping an eye on the rest of the plantation, which is us. Yeah. It's like the it's like the structure of the army or the police, right? It's like you take orders from them, they take orders, and all it is, it's just like order takers. Remember that the other day, we always went on these marches and we had police a lot of them had blue hats on. One person had white hat, one person had a red hat. 
and I said, um, oh, is that to do with uh, your rank? And he said, oh, no, it's nothing to do with rank. It's just to do with, I can't remember what he said. I said, oh, do you outrank them? He said, oh, it's not to do with rank. It's to do with position or something like that. And I, and I said, what, is in you tell them where to go and what position to be? And he said, yeah. I said, why? Because you outrank them. He said, yeah. I said, fucking <laughs> what are you talking about then you fucking idiot like you know I mean, all my friends were just laughing I was like this is what we're dealing with like planks of wood you know um and um and yeah. it's just it's just have your have you have you well, first of all I want to ask you have you lost any friends over this Nick your stance on all this oh look absolutely but I've gained a lot of others yeah and a lot more respect and the people that were my that were my friends all the way through are much stronger I, I, I've been the same man. Someone said to me the other day, so a guy, a complete wally of a guy, oh, you've burnt loads of bridges doing this right. I said, yeah, well, I've built thousands more, you know, and if, 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 if you, if you can't see I'm a good person coming from a good place, then you're severely lost because like, I'd be there for people in a heartbeat. And I know it's the same to you that my friendships that I've, I've had that were already strong. I've got even stronger or, you know, people falling along the wayside because you know, it's just like shining the light on the things that they're just not willing to do, or not willing to see. And I, I get to a point now, maybe we talked about before, Nick, I was saying this 18 months ago and every single month since, but we're at a point where I can't believe people, you know, a year or two ago, we were talking about vaccine passports, we were called conspiracy theorists, and it's, it's now here and we're still being called conspiracy theorists. It's like, how brainwashed have you got to be for every step of the way for things to come true? I mean, and people still be saying it's the delusion, though, that, that, you know, it's like what it says in the Bible. It says those that love not the truth that they could be saved because the only way to be saved out of it is to know the truth and stand by it. Um, for this cause, God, who's an internal God within you, the spiritual world is within you, sends them a strong delusion that they'll believe a lie. Or like it says in Mendocide, there's those ones that face up to the truth and they stand up to it and deal with it. And those that create a delusion in their mind because they don't have the courage to deal with the um, the truth. It's, it's yeah, hundred percent. I mean, yeah, it, it, some people they just want an easy life, right? I oh, just want an easy life. It's like, was we put here to have an easy life? <laughs> yeah, it's like, is, is, is there any anything in that? How is it over where you are right now? Because I know, I know that there've been some serious videos coming out in, in Australia. What's been going on? But like, there's also people said that they were not allowed out on three k k or five k from five, five k's. Yeah, we're yeah. in that. We've had that. We've had that for a long time here. Right, because I saw pictures of the, of the beaches the other day, and it seemed like everyone was on the beach. They all ignored it. Has <coughs> that been going on? That was, in, that was in New South Wales, I think, um, which is the state just north to where we are. Um, but yeah, people are still people are getting sick of it. They're just doing whatever they want. Um, that I mean that. A lot of the police are over it. They don't want to do it either. They don't want to be compelling people, but they don't have the confidence or courage to actually say, you know, I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm going to, I'm going to bear one another's burdens and, um, and I'm going to be with my brothers and I'm going to quit my job or I'm going to stand up to them. No, they, they're not doing that. Um, or obviously, some people are. We're not hearing about it. But there's a lot of police that don't like what's going on. So um, the other day my friend got a, he got a fine at a at a protest and and the the um the police officer said said to him when he gave him the fine 
Just opt for court and it will go away and it will disappear. So gave him the phone and told him just to opt for court on the back and fill out the thing and it, and it will disappear, you know, because <laughs> because they're not backed by anything. Like they're, they're not, they're, these fines, they, they, um, if they're challenged in court, they seem to just disappear. Mm. You know, there, there's no grounds for it, so reasonable grounds. In, when, in when, the, gonna, when they're going to change that, though, Nick? Because there's no reasonable grounds to keep you or, or, to, or to put you in jail. But they still did it. Oh well, bureaucracy. Nothing happens faster than a bureaucracy, does it? The, the wheels of justice turn slowly. Oh, very slowly. So it's you know, for me to go to trial for my incident that that happened, it's going to be it'll be like one to two, one and a half to two years away. But for the um if it was the other way around it would be like a month away oh yeah being you've been there yeah so what what is so what do you what do you need because i remember you saying it's going to cost a certain amount of money to to go to court oh look you know i that's what i've been quoted but i'm i'm probably going to do a lot of it myself no 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 no, people you're out there you're an absolute warrior you're doing a lot of this and you're setting presidents for other people so, you know, it's helping any way we can. Like, you're not going to get crowd. I appreciate the help. Look, I mean, and, and you know, like we have a donation tab on my on my John 8 website, but <clears throat> I don't think it's going to cost me as much as I as I originally thought because a lot of it I can – I've got a lot of help from other people and, and, and these are people that have a lot of court experience and they're helping me. <clears throat> so, so no, I'm not no. – so yeah, well, they're not they're not lawyers, but they're people that are helping me and, and they're educating me to to deal with it myself. I think I have enough knowledge. I just have to learn just how. All you've got to do is just stand before them and 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 explain what happened and show the evidence. It's not that hard. Um, the problem is we, over here we have like what's called a magistrate's court, and the magistrate's court they um, you know they they um, always seem to give people. In, in situations like mine, um, a bad rap, and then you have to then appeal it and go to a higher court. But I think in my matter, I'm going to straight to the to the county court, which is higher. So um, you know, I'll play it by ear. I, I don't know yet which way I'm going to go, but I, I I do feel like the best way would be to present myself there and and do it on on my own merit. I have had the lawyers do quite a lot of good work. Like they've they've requested a lot of um, reports. And things that that you know, like um, use of force reports, and they're looking at all of the um, all of the dialogue between the police officers on the day to see what's conflicting. So they're doing a lot of that. That's really good, and that's you, you do need more than because can you know, they not I, disappear? The old police. Oh, look, well, one of the police officers that ended up having the fight with us, he actually ran away, ran away, and his body cam shows him running away in fear. There was like twenty plus police officers at that last interaction, <clears throat> with batons and and guns and capsicum spray, and then there were the ones coming with the horses as well. And there were six of us, six, and they're fr- and we don't have any weapons. We just got our fists. Oh yeah, they got tear gas and all that other stuff, right? Gas yeah, everything, everything. Yeah. Do you want me to show you that? Are you you yeah, have to yeah. let me share the screen. Yeah. I can't share the screen. How is your shoulder? Oh, I need surgery on it. I've I've seen the surgeon and I've got an MRI and I um all my physio for the rehab after yeah look I can't go behind my my back really um I can still do everything with it uh, or not everything I can't couldn't do a chin up or anything but um I can't I can't um 
they have to re-shave back the, the bone. So I've, I've been told that they're not going to do the full reco like they have because it's the same surgery I had last time. <coughs> but they're going to, they're going to, uh, it won't be as good as it was, but because I've already had two reconstructions on that shoulder, they don't want to um, do another reco because you might end up with like arthritis and things in there later. So yeah, he's a good, he's a very good surgeon. He's one of the best. Actually, the last time he did surgery, which was seven, seven or eight years ago on my shoulder, he said, um, you know, he said, oh, look, you know, you're probably going to need a little bit of pain relief. You should be all right. Anyway, I didn't need any pain relief after after the surgery. He, like nothing. Didn't have anything. I didn't have any pain. It was, you, you know, that's what I moved to the arm, So, How did you do them both before? Was it through fighting, like? Fight sports, but my my shoulder was fine. There was nothing wrong with it. Like it was good until that, you know, that interaction happened. Mm. You know, I had that that shoulder Rico, <clears throat> the last one, and then I had a whole lot of fights, professional fights with it, training camps. I coach, I coach at the gym all the time, yeah. and there hasn't been any issues with it until that day. How, how is your gym? Is it still open? Yeah, but I can't. I can't. If I go there, they'll just put me in jail and take and sell my land off. From me. So that was it. You got coaches working for you. What's that? Your coaches working for you? Not really. I've got some help because it's a full lockdown. You can't do anything. Oh, it's still a lockdown now. Oh yeah, we're we're right in it. Can't do anything. I thought you could go a certain amount of. You can go 5Ks, but it doesn't mean you can do anything. You've got five reasons that you're allowed to go out. Right. What's your reason for going out? I just say to them, none of your business, you know, because the police will do that. They'll ask you, what are your reasons for going out? One of the guys I know, <coughs> he was um, he went to his local member of parliament in his area within his 5Ks to show him some constitutional issues regarding this whole this whole, um, you know, situation with the the, the the pandemic. And you know what the, the Member of Parliament did? Rang up the police and said, he's on bail and he's, a, he's known to be a bit of an activist for, for, you know, the same things that I'm a bit of an activist for. And called the police and said, they're, they're, he's breaching his bail, I want you to arrest him. And the police turned up to his house and said, mate, he, they called the... Um, they called the member of parliament an asshole. They said he's an asshole, and he's um, reported you for breach of bail. We don't like it. We don't like what he's done. But you know, we're not going to arrest you now. But we recommend you turn up to the police station and hand yourself in. And he did <coughs> because that's what he had to do. But this is this is what's happening. It's just it's crazy. It's yeah, it's gone. They want everybody to go along with a lie. They want us all to go along with a lie. Well, I'm not going to. I just can't. It's not in me to do it because the truth's in me. I don't have the. I don't have the lies in me. I have the truth in me. Because of that, I'm going to do what I know is right. And if and and it's caused me to be put in jail. It's caused me to be put in, on strict bail conditions. It's caused me to have you know 18 police cars and a police truck at my gym. It's caused me to have 22 police and a member of the DHHS in my gym. It's caused me to have police in my gym multiple times and other occasions. It's caused the police to come to my house multiple times in the middle of the night, five times to be exact. And we're talking 10 o'clock to one o'clock in the morning in in that range. This is what they do and. 
I'm not going to stop telling the truth. I'm fully committed. The, the truth is what's right and the truth will always prevail. And every time they do something against the truth, it, it, um, they're going to be conflicted. And it's interesting because they keep failing in everything they do to us every time. Well, that's what happens when you're, uh, yeah, they've got so many fucking lies going on. They probably never, can't remember what they're doing. Um, so show us that footage, Nick, for people. I need you to add me so I can share the screen. Add you, add you, add you, add you. you click on the share screen thing, there'll be a little um, arrow there. Um, and it'll say make multiple um, participants host, I should say. Uh, I've got the share screen, or oh, the little arrow there. Yeah. Right, mobile, yeah. Got yeah. it? I got it. Right. Can you see that? Yeah. All right, so I might just turn this down a little bit just in case it gets pixelated. So the first thing that happens is here, this is just a, on the private, but I've actually shared a lot of this footage. So those that don't know, uh, do you want me to show some of sort of what happened at the beginning and then skip through? You can do, yeah. Yep. All right. So basically I, I, um, we, we go to this protest and you see this map here. I, I'm, I'm, we, we start here and we end up here and get assaulted by the police. So that's the first assault when he first, that's like, that would be technically, or it's like a, what's called a common assault. It, you can't just grab someone unless you have the grounds to do it and there are no grounds for it. Yeah. Um, so we have this interaction with the police where we start talking to all the police um, and, and the numbers the numbers keep building up bigger and bigger and bigger until we end up having like 100 to 150 police around us. Yeah, look, versus Hamilton. I have the no obligation to speak to the police unless I'm already under arrest. You guys don't know your, what the law is. You should not be being directed by the, the government, okay? It's inconsistent with Section 51 of your own act. The definition of a constable at common law, uh, it says in your own act, Section 51, that you're a constable at common law. Also, act under dictation, being directed by the government against one of the high court cases, R versus Commissioner, the Metropolis of Police, ex parte 968. That's a UK case a lot of our cases over here, that's why I used it. It's in the Australian Legal Dictionary under the definition of constable. That's about half of the police that end up there. Mm. I'm not going to share any information with you. I don't trust you. You're not trustworthy. 
And I want you to step aside. Yeah, so I believe in committing an offence. Based on what? Just because I believe you're outside your five cake. Based on what? There has to be facts or your belief is not valid at all. No, that's an assumption. I don't, I'm under no obligation to speak to you. That's, a, that's an assumption. I'm under no obligation to speak to you unless I'm already under arrest. Okay? So to say because I'm not providing evidence to you, that is in conflict with DPP versus Hamilton. Okay? Supreme Court, uh, Supreme Court case. Know your rights, buddy. Know your rights. Know your law. Know your rights. You arrest us, we'll take it to court and see the shit out of you. I've told you that I'm not going to share any information with you unless I'm already under arrest. And in order for you to have reasonable grounds for that arrest, hello, everybody. It's inconsistent with the people. And I think that it's inconsistent. It's your business. You know, you can talk to them, but but you know what? You're not gonna, you know, we're not going to talk to you. We don't want to talk to you. Are you aware of the child directions? The directions. The directions. Are you under direction from the child? You can see he starts to really lose his confidence too. He was all arrogant and grabbing me at the beginning. He said, oh, you will talk to me because I believe you're committing an offence. But then he starts to, you see his confidence goes very mm -hmm. quickly in this direction. It's inconsistent with the definition of a constable, which is, which is section 51 of your act, says the duties and powers of a police officer, section 51 of your act, you should know this, are as a constable at common law, and the definition of a constable in the LexisNexis legal dictionary, which is the most prominent legal dictionary, says a, a police officer has independent authority over their office and that they cannot be directed by the government or senior police. Okay? You're being directed by the government. That's what acting under dictation. That's systemic failure. And the fact that you don't know that shows that there's systemic failure in the system. You should know that. You should be doing your job properly, okay? <coughs> you should be arresting. You should be arresting the police. You're talking above his IQ. I don't, I don't. I don't have to give you anything, and I know based off what. Even if you were to find that I was, step aside. Let me go. And if you don't, then we. You're not free to go. So I'm under arrest. Oh, you're a joke. Guys, guys, I'm under no obligation to speak to the police unless I'm already under arrest. That's the Supreme Court of Victoria. The High Court of Australia says when a statute prescribes that there must be reasonable grounds for a state of mind, including suspicion and belief, it requires the existence of facts which are sufficient to induce that state of mind in a reasonable person. I'm a reasonable person. Where's your facts? And don't say I'm not giving you facts and that gives you... And I'm quoting all of this word for word too. It's very fucking impressive. Stuff that I know because I've had to learn it because of the situations that we've been in regarding our gyms being shut down. So it's stuff that I just know because I've gone over it so many times by teaching it to people and helping others. It's tag teams now. Oh, does someone else are, are, you, are, you, are you replacing tag team effort? Just, just listen for a moment. Well, are you going to engage with us and answer our questions? I'm going to engage with you. Thank you. If you're just listening to me for a we would prefer to give you the opportunity to leave now. Okay? I would prefer to give you an opportunity to leave. Otherwise, otherwise, you'll risk being arrested. Is, is the, is the, just listen to me. Okay. Say, this is what I 
this is what civil is. This is civil. This is civil. This is civil. Oh, my goons. Oh, my goons. Is this civil? Is that civil? Excuse me. Is that civil? How many plays do you reckon there were? It's got to be over over a hundred. It's crazy. Like, is that there's ten of us? You know, maybe twelve. And there's, I think there's, I think there's a lot more than a hundred because they're across the road too, and they're all through the yard. So there's just huge numbers. So we get given the, the, the go ahead to move. So we move about 50 metres up and, and see these are normal police officers, mm. but the ones that are wearing like all the, the all black, they're the public order response team. They're like the Gestapo. Or the Stasi, they're like the special police that go and do the dirty jobs. They're those autonomous police officers. Mm-hmm. So you'll see here, um, we get blocked. <clears throat> um, I might. We get blocked while we're walking onto the on the footpath to go. Uh, the public order response team block the footpath, so we can't continue going. So we walk onto the road to walk around them. And then they become violent with us for being on the road. They block our way. We've just been told to leave the area. We're leaving the area and then we get blocked. So we can't go anywhere. So we walk around them and they start getting violent with us for being on the road. And you will see that these these police are working with the media. You'll see the media all around them. You can see I'm trying to calm it down. I'm trying to keep it calm because I know what they're doing. They, they're trying to get us to react. They're pushing us so that they can get us to react so they can get the photo shots that they want, you know, the photo shots that they want so they can put on the mainstream media and create this narrative of violent protesters. Yeah. Mainstream media, mainstream media, mainstream media, they're all... What was that? The way they're pushing and treating people is disgusting. Oh, well, they're doing that to try to get us to react. They're hoping that we'll react. Because yeah. if we react, then they can use the media to create the narrative that we're uh, that these, these we're really bad and we're violent. But we didn't take the bait. We didn't get violent with them. <coughs> He's a good guy. That's my mate Jay. He actually is protecting my mate's girlfriend there. In the red. So they did that. That was about 50 metres after leaving. And then, um, oh, it's actually, it's really interesting. They actually tell us what their plan, what their plan is. Listen to this. Yeah, 
That's completely against the Australian, the Victorian law. So we're going to hear how did you get this? How did you get this footage? From their body cams, you can request it. Bloody it's interesting. Some of the most, it. stuff. They gave it. I'm well, sorry. a lot of it they didn't give us. They just said, "Oh, that we didn't have our body cam cameras on. Sorry, and we didn't get it." But yeah, so they're saying all this stuff. They're not that bright either. They're not highly intelligent because you can't do what these people do and be highly intelligent because unless you're just evil. Okay, you got to kind of be a bit of a dumb dumb to go around and and just get told, "Hey, just go and grab those guys." Oh, okay. Ooh, 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 let's go get them. You know, that's what they're like. That's what these groups are like. And I've been told that from other police officers that have been detectives that have said that uh, that's what they are. They just go out and do whatever they're told. They're talking about me now. They're naming me. He's got like a black puffer vest, silky with a wood. Yeah, he's just about to get over that's the one who owns the gym. Oh, so. Shows how predictable So it's just how much premeditation goes into it. He's got the mashed ears. Jesse's got the mashed ears because I got cauliflower ears. That's what they're talking about. And then they name they name me up here as well. Keep your eye on the bloke with the puffer, the puffer jacket. That's Patterson. So they know exactly who I am, and they they go they go after. It's called targeting individuals. That's what they do. And then they try it again up here to create more of a um, you know to to um, create another fight. Get us to react. See, they set up this static line for no reason. Get the, get the line. And we just walked around their line. Across the road or just the line? Come on, right across the road. Right across the road. Move. Right. Push it this way. Get your line. Building on the building line. Then they start pushing us. Get in your sections. Red section over there. It's like Tetris, isn't it? And you can see over, you can see, um, actually, I'll go back and you'll see, you'll see all, and this, this is one of the other body cams, but you'll see the mainstream media all there as well. Mainstream media, mainstream media, they're all over here. All the cameramen. You see them all there? Yeah. They're all the media. They're all the media goons. Now, we end up, um, we actually call out to them saying that we just want to go home because yeah. they, they chase us up the side of the road. Tell him to come back to the car. See him, see him. This is um this is not body cam footage. This is off um Raph's phone. But see them all running up mm. on the other side of the road, and they chase us down. And when you see this body, when you see the body yeah, cam footage of what they do, flat, you'll be shot. Street. Flatwind Street intersection. So it's not as though they didn't know that we are going home. 
There's no reason, no reason for what they did. See, he didn't provide any body cam footage. Here's one of the front, the police that's on the front, that that first, and, and this is the second one, and they're the ones that they didn't provide any body cam footage of the actual assault, and they were the ones that first assaulted my mate. And he was about 10 to 15 metres ahead of us at the time, and we're not far. We're like 10 to 15 metres away from our cars. Yeah, mind you, we've just said to them, we just want to go home, and they, we've been. Uh, yeah, but how can they refuse to give the body camera image? Oh, they just say, "Oh, I wasn't on. Sorry." Oh, you yeah, know, there's a lot. Yeah, but it's just fucking. Yeah. Have a watch at how they treat my mate, who's walking ahead of us. Hmm. You've done nothing wrong either. Just walking down the street. What's the matter with these people? Well, let's watch slow mo. They push him. Yeah. Assault. He's done nothing wrong. Then they grab his head and pull his head down like a Muay Thai clench, and he he pushes back. He has every right to do that um, to get his head free. And we're watching in the background, see? And then we run in because we see the assault happen. Now, this guy throws a big right hand. Watch this. Right hand straight down the middle. Boom. Bloody hell. It's disgusting. And look at them all. There's places all the mainstream media guys are there. And then we end up having a scrap with them. There's police just everywhere. Do you manage to get any good shots in? Yeah, of course. No. But, I, you know, like I didn't go all out because there's no point. There's no point. You know, you, you can't win. I just did what I had to do to help him. It's a shame you couldn't can, get one of their fucking ankles back home with you, mate. It was like it was like 20-plus police plus the ones on the horses, and, and there were six batons. of us. Little batons and they had a spray. Batons, well. They have guns, they have spray, and we've got we've got nothing, and that's what they did to us. Outrageous, mate. It's outrageous. So and, that, and, so that's putting, what, and Avi's putting this on to Rebel News. Yeah, yeah that'll be out tomorrow, or, um, he said. So, yeah. Oh, man. Awesome. Cheers for showing people that. I think it's important. I mean, it's, it's disgusting. But the whole thing is just up as in like it's just, they, well, they, I, went to, I went to jail. I went to jail for 29 days for what they did. And and people go, oh, well, you shouldn't. You can't hit the police. Well, I'm going to show you. You can I, hit the police if they hit you for yeah, no reason. Absolutely you can. I'm going to show you the, the, what our own Crimes Act says. Crimes Act 1958, right? I'm just going to get to the to the section because I've had people say that there's a lot of deluded people that think that oh no you can't pit police you just have to do what they say and then then um, you know um, take them to court later on. It's like no no you have you have every right. I'm going to I'm going to show you. This is the Victorian Crimes Act, right? We have a section called Section 322K, self-defence. A person is not guilty of the offence if the person carries out conduct constituting the offence in self-defence. So that could be, you know, like your incident where there was people that were threatening you in, um, and you had you sped to get away from them. That mm-hmm. would be it's offensive conduct because you're speeding, but it's to save, it could be to save your life. Okay, you could use violence to defend yourself if someone's trying to hurt you. You can break the law if it's to 
protect your life, to preserve life, right? A person carries out conduct in self-defense if the person believes that the conduct is necessary in self-defense um, and that the conduct is reasonable response in the circumstances as he perceives them. So then I've had people say, oh, well, yeah, but but that's that's you, you, you were defending him, not yourself. It's like, well, hang on. The actual act says down the bottom in the notes, Two, the circumstances which a person may carry out conduct in self-defence include the defence of the person or another person. You can defend somebody else. That's a common law right that you have, okay? Then you've got the prevention or termination of the unlawful deprivation of the liberty of the person or another person, so yourself or somebody else, and the protection of property. So if someone's trying to steal your stuff, you can use, you can use um, um, self-defence to defend their property as well. So we completely within the law and the scope of the law to do what we did, our actions were not disproportionate because we have a use of force, which is it just can't be disproportionate, right? So if we, so I'll go back. Um, I'll show you the use of force and the limitations. Um, 462A, uh, where is it? 462A. Yeah, down, there you go. So use, a person may use such force not disproportionate from the objective as he believes in reasonable grounds to be necessary to prevent the commission, continuance and completion of an indictable offence or to assist or assist in the affecting the lawful arrest of a person committing or suspected of committing any offence. <clears throat> so you, you, so in this, in this section it just says you can use force it just can't be disproportionate. So I can't, I can't get a machine gun and start shooting the police for throwing punches. They were throwing punches at a mate. We ran inside throwing punches back at them. It's proportionate. I mean, this not only should not only should you get off, you should be given fucking so much compensation for this. <laughs> yeah, right. Wow. Yeah, we'll see how that turns out. They um they don't like to give pay, pay money. We, you know, I want people to go to jail for what they've done. They should be going to jail and you should be getting millions of dollars for the stress, for for the stress for you, your family. You've always not been able to, to, to be for the injury, for having to, I mean, the list is endless. It's uh, justice would be millions of dollars in your bank account and them going to prison. That's justice. I'll show you what the front page of the newspaper was too. I'll just find it and what they put in the newspaper because the media, they don't, they don't like me. They, um, they, they're always putting rubbish up. I'm just going to find where it is. Here it is. Um, so this was the front, the front page. They, because the media obviously work with the police, right? See that picture? Yeah. That's the front page picture that they put, they put there. Of course, yeah. You know, it's in the scrap. The scrap's all going and they just picked this picture and they went, of all the pictures that they would have been getting because if camera would have been just going click, 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 photos, they picked that out. Mm-hmm. And then they wrote all this stuff about us, about how bad we were and how violent we were um, mm-hmm. in there. It's me with the broken shoulder after they battered us with the, you know, their weapons and all the rest of it. This is, yeah, it's outrageous. Just, you look, yeah. Outrageous. You, how's, did they hit you with a baton? 
Oh, yeah, but, but no, that didn't worry me. Like, I wasn't hurt there. It's just my shoulder was bad. I know, but um, still, it still can be naughty. You can get a concussion and things like that, you know. It's no, like, no, no. They, they, they can hit me straight in the head with the, with the bat and, and it's not going to give me a concussion. It's not nice, but I can take a hit because that's what I that's what I did. But the, the, the shoulder injury, that's that was the one that really that, that affected me because I went straight into jail. Well, I didn't go straight into jail. I had a couple of days and then they came and got me a couple of days later. But they took me to jail, and then I was in this really uncomfortable jail, in incredible pain in my shoulder, and I couldn't get any medical help other than the doctor saying, "Oh, we can give you some painkillers." I'm, like, I'm not going to take that stuff. I don't want to take that stuff because I fasted for the first three days in there, um, just because I needed to get my head my head right, and um, I didn't want to have that sort of stuff on on a stomach. I think I did have. A, I had. I think. One lot of painkillers just to help me go to sleep, um, but that was it because it just hurts your stomach when you've got nothing in there. And um, yeah, and then they kept me in there for, for one day under the cells, which is the worst place you can possibly be. It's it's horrible, right? It's like a dungeon. And then from there, they put me into another place for I think five five days. And then they, and it was all quarantined. So you're locked in this one cell. You can't leave the cell. You're there by yourself. And you can't, you, you can do like three steps up and back. That's all the exercise you can get. You get no out time, nothing. There's almost no sunlight because the, the, the window, it's like it's never been cleaned. It's just full of filth on the outside. And then the fifth day, they, which was the actual the sixth day of, of being in custody, they put me, um, they let me have 10 minutes walking in the corridor and then they moved me to another another prison. And when they move you in, in these, the reason they move you from prison to prison is because that way the people that have the contract to move the prisoners get paid a lot of money every time they move prisoners. So I'll just move you from one to the other to the other. And what that does is means you've got to get strip searched again. They've got to go through all of that process again. Um, and it's just, it's just, it messes with your mind. Oh, yeah. uh, plus, you then have to fill out all the paperwork again to, in the hope that you'll be able to get in contact with your family. Anything, so I couldn't. Get in, yeah. Anything to make you uncomfortable? Well, yeah, I couldn't get in contact with my family for ages because they kept moving me. They moved me. They moved me four times from well, from the police station cells. They moved me four more times after that. Again, it moved again. It moved. Then you're going to wait after putting it, filling out all the paperwork and do all all again and then i got 20 minutes out in the corridor to walk that was the only exercise you get for the day um that was for nine more days and they moved me to a, a proper like a, a with the population um but that's because of the the, the the covid you know quarantine that they do to people yeah. Ridiculous. Right. So what? So what's? So where are we going next? I've so tried to be a pain. I've got to, got to shoot off because I've got another call coming in a little bit. So, so sorry for that. But uh, we get to it. But what what are we doing next? What's the next steps, Nick? What are we where are we going with this? <clears throat> oh well, you know there'll be a, pro- a trial probably next year, and I'm I'm going to have to deal with that. But and, in Britain, you can say what you can talk about all this. No restrictions. Yep. I can talk about it. I'm going to continue to talk about it. I want people to know. Um, and, and with, you know, they'll probably say, oh, you're influencing the, the public opinion. Well, you know what? I, I couldn't present any of this information in the courts, in all the court cases. They weren't interested. So out of public interest, I'm going to share it with the public. The public need to know what's happening to people. It's not good enough that, you know, that, that I could share it in a couple of years. Because um, there's no laws as I can't share it. Defamation of character as well. 
Oh yeah, they definitely have done that to me. You know, they've 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 done that to me because they've done it a number of times. They've had me on the front page of the paper for another. I got set up at another protest where I was assaulted, kind of similar to this one, but not as bad. And they they sit on all the mainstream news channels that day, and it was on all the f- newspapers that I'd I'd bashed up a I'd bashed up a police officer, and it was rubbish. It was just lies. You know, this is what they do. They just lie. They, there's no truth. I know, I've had I've had it myself, mate. I've had it myself with them. They're just and they're they're just like, so yeah, they're just disgusting. And they this this is why they're employing. They like talked about for years that they're employing psychopaths that don't have any any morals. They just want to, you know, they it's just incredible. They don't realize what's coming. It's like it's going to happen to them as well. <laughs> right. When that happened to me, there was so much support, and we were taken care of in a big way. People financially paying our rent and everything was was really good. <clears throat> I wasn't worried about how how's my family going to get through this without me. Okay. Um, and and a lot of people woke up to it. You know, they they saw the videos that have come out and they've seen it and they're just shocked and disgusted at what's happened. And um, and so it actually works in our favour if some of us have to go to jail and and go through this you know be the subject of this kind of um treatment because it brings it helps to break the spell over people's minds when people see that that might still be plugged into this system and they see that a lot of people will be so conflicted that they'll go that that's not right something's wrong here something's wrong with all of this you just got to get out to people this is why him and um, putting him out to uh, half a million people is to be powerful because it's going to understand yeah, but, i mean this needs to be shared everywhere I'll, i mean yeah i'll put this up uh, is there any particular when can I put this up this week? You can put it up whenever you want. Um, I, I just, um, you know, I just won't share anything on my channel until after Arby's one's come out for a week because I've done a great big podcast explaining everything that happened with all the legislation and I'm, I'm, I'm showing it in there. And I want people to go to that, to go to my um, John A. Um, YouTube channel, I want them to go there if they want to see the whole thing so that they can learn step by step what laws the people that the police had broken and how they've broken the laws because we do a really good educational video there for people. So send me that over on email, my man, the link to that. I'll put that in the notes so people can go through it all. But yeah. I think it's really important. I mean, this is clips that you shown there. It's just like, I mean, this is, it's like that, it's probably an image. It's like, um, it's an image, isn't there? I've probably seen it going around where they, this guy's got like the knife like that. They've taken it from an angle where he's actually, it's actually his leg. It's like the image is like that, which is like his arm like that. It looks like he's stabbing, but it's actually a shoe running away from someone he's been hit he's been hit by it's like it's like how the media can change what's actually going on like taking that picture of you there in retaliation of them obviously going after your friend um it's a famous one just in in from sydney from one of the protests where it's a man punching a horse oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. oh how, how terrible and you see the actual the whole video of it the horse is like bumping into him and he puts his hand out there and he just sort of pushes it <clears throat> but he pushes it with his fist. He doesn't punch it. He just pushes it away and moves out the way. That's all he does. Um, and, and that's helped actually to wake a lot of people up because the people that have seen that that photo that are disgusted have been shown by other people that are awake and aware of the actual legitimate footage of it and then they've shown them and then people have gone, oh, and I, got, I was getting phone calls from people saying, hey, Nick, do you have that footage of the um, of the horse, the man that hits horses? Yeah, I do. And then I'd share it. And then they would share it with their families and friends and then they'd show that, hey, the media just lied to you. 
there's the evidence. He didn't punch a horse. It didn't happen like that. So it's just crazy. I'm just glad that you're you're all right, mate, and that you've got support. And yeah, if you got that, also send me over the Patreon link, my man, so people can can donate if they want. Because you know, we all need to be in this together. Uh, and can we, and oh, thanks. Any help? It will help because I got I got no no um ability really to make money at the moment either because of the um you know they've shut my gym my gym down and they put bail conditions on me which don't allow me to um you know they, they put bail conditions don't allow me to work at my business either because of the the directions that we've got yeah <clears throat> but i appreciate it i'll send you all of that over send, send it all and we'll, we'll get to it mate it's always a pleasure nick i'm just glad to see that you're actually you know at home where you belong you're on the mend and you're gonna be tacking this and i look forward to you know updates as we go through and getting this out to people because they people need to know how corrupt this, i mean if people don't know how corrupt the system is by now it's crazy. i always say to people it's like get your tv and turn on erin brockovich or turn on any of these things that just show you it's like a little film that shows you how corrupt everything is behind the scenes and who, how they can defamate character and that's what the media do they put something out there and it's already out there. they've already fucked up someone's character you know why, why would they do it and this is why they have to be held accountable and um, and you know they've gone after the wrong fucking guy because you are going to come for justice. Oh, I won't. I won't back down. Like I started me to to, to quit. Um, you know whether I I, I win. <clears throat> you know the whole the whole thing and every step of the way. I mean that's <clears throat> that's up to the Almighty God. You know, but I'm gonna I'm not gonna back down to because you know they they're trying to make life hard. You know, I mean. That, yeah, no, that's just not what you've. you've that's, that's uh, some of us haven't got that in us, and that's just why. That's why people like talk about it's my friend the other day. I was like, it's so weird. Even sports teams, like when things get harder, some people shy away, and other people like get up, like get up for it more, or you know, certain yeah. people do things and they expect people to fold. It's like, no, that's not going to make me fold, mate. That's going to make me fucking go harder. Yeah, harder. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, so mate, I'm just yeah, I'm glad we've had this chat. We can get this out to people, and uh, yeah, man, let me know. Like, yeah, send all the details over to me next. So I can put it out for people. Um, I'll be sharing this. I'll, I'll put a clip up as well about a conversation and and what they've done. I'll, I'll put that up, and um, yeah, mate, it was uh, always a pleasure. Oh, always a pleasure. I really enjoy our chats, mate. You take care. So that was. Nick Patterson, that was part one, guys and girls. I'm sure you got lots from that and learned lots from it. There was so much to talk about. We actually were like, you know what? There's some things we didn't cover. We're going to come back for part two. So keep your eyes and ears peeled for that. And, you know, on the show notes, I've got links to the video Nick's talking about there. So if you're listening to this on, you know, iTunes or any of the other uh, Spotify or podcast uh, audio um, versions, you can click on the show notes and you'll get a link to Nick's YouTube channel. And on that YouTube channel, you'll better find the, the, the video, which is um, labelled, um, I think it's Nick Patterson, unlawfully uh, assaulted and detained. Um, also, guys and girls, there is a link there to donate anything you can to Nick and his family because his lawyer's bills are still going to be quite considerable and he's doing all this to show that people can't be pushed around and you know he's standing up for everything so you know i'm going to be donating myself and uh, if any of anything is any like as, as little or as large as you can giving to someone who's you know fighting fighting the good battle he's doing everything and he can he's, he's going to try and he said he's not going to settle for anything less than justice and we really want people like nick of his intelligence his integrity 
and his knowledge to be fighting for us and with us. So anything we can do to help him, it would be fantastic. Anyway, as I said before, look out for part two. Um, that's it for this episode, guys and girls. As always, if you are dealing with a health issue and you are struggling to overcome it, then please don't hesitate to send me an email at ryan at reviveyourself.co. That's ryan at reviveyourself.co. And we can have a chat about how we can help you because there's no need for you to be living in pain, whatever it is, whatever illness, chronic um, illness, disease or advanced disease you've got. It can be reversed by doing the opposite of what created it. And we've got programs that will be perfect for you. So send me an email at ryan at reviveyourself.co. We can have a chat and we can go from there. Otherwise, guys and girls, that's it for this week. As always, stay happy, stay healthy, and I'll speak to you soon. Bye-bye. If you're struggling with gut issues, such as gas, bloating, constipation, diarrhea, indigestion, heartburn, and want to finally be able to eat the foods you love without the crippling after effects, then don't forget to head over to reviveyourself.co and pick up your free copy of The Healing Health Paradigm today.